Welcome, nerds, to an abbreviated episode of the Nerd News. I'm generally nerdy. In this episode, Mario is retiring. Hank Hill is getting into the music industry, it would seem. A Star Wars movie that never was is blowing the doors off of the industry right now. And... Kevin Feige has some interesting plans for Marvel after Secret Wars. All of that and a bit more, but not much, in this episode. So, housekeeping. Uh, housekeeping. Uh, if for those of you that did not watch the streams, the Mortal Kombat One streams, I did mention this in both of the Mortal Kombat One streams over the weekend. Uh, but the streams don't get as much traction as regular videos, so here we are, letting you know this is going to be the abbreviated video that I had warned you about, uh, but apparently forgot when it was going to be happening because this week I have two shows I'm going to be uh, catching. I'm going to go be seeing Mudvayne and Pantera both this week. So that means very little uh, editing time. And so we have to abbreviate the episode. This is largely going to be a rumor only episode, though we do have some uh, bits of news that were just a little bit too important to not talk about as well as some trailers and new music and so on and so forth. Uh, so yeah, this is going to be a quickie. Uh, as far as the schedule next week goes, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be okay i think my the next uh, uh round of shows isn't until late september so we've got about a month uh and then we're shortly coming up on the off season uh circa thanksgiving or so is when we usually take about two or three months off so that i can revamp for a new season generally speaking the news kind of slows down at that point anyway so we will be doing rumor-only videos for that time of the year as well, but that is still a couple months out. Uh, and yeah, that I think is everything for housekeeping what kind of hotel is this? in this episode. Uh, that is everything I have written down. So if I think of something else, I'm just going to edit it in later, I guess. Let's move on. Okay. Oh, uh, I guess... You're going to see this. <laughs> this is what happens when we are cleaning a meat slicer and trying to hurry uh, because the business is going a little too crazy. Anyway, so yes, I have, I'm injured and, and, and thank you for noticing and whatever you were going to point out is valid. Uh, but... We, we, let's start this, uh, the, the meat and potatoes of the episode properly. We do have some news that bears speaking of before we get to the rumors. Uh, the bits of news that we have are, uh, first up, kind of a light one. We have physical media releases coming from Disney. They have announced recently that they are no longer going to be releasing physical media in certain parts of the world, uh, namely Australia, I think was the one very specifically a couple years ago, or a couple months ago, they made the announcement. Uh, but now they're announcing they are going to be physically releasing in at least the United States and probably the UK and throughout Europe, I would imagine. Uh, I didn't see the specifics of where exactly these were getting released, but we know that they're physically releasing some media in those regions, so it makes sense. Uh, Disney is releasing Mandalorian, Loki, and WandaVision 
all are getting physical releases. So Loki Season 1 will be coming out September 26th, DVD and Blu-ray. We also have WandaVision November 28th, DVD and Blu-ray, as well as Mandalorians Season 1 and 2 out December 12th. So it looks like Disney is really trying to do anything they can to make up some of the money that they feel like they're losing on their streaming platform or just losing at the box office because they keep making stuff that nobody wants to watch. So if this goes well, there are a number of speculations as to where they will go next with this physical uh, release strategy, but any of that would be speculation and no industry insiders are kind of cluing us in as to what Disney's thinking. So that's what we have uh, concrete. Let's move along. Our next piece has to do with Super Mario. Uh, the voice actor for Mario himself in the games, Charles Martinet, Martinet, Martinet I think, uh, has, is retiring, is no longer going to be voicing the iconic character. Nintendo has made it known that he will not, in fact, be voicing Mario in Mario Wonder, the next side-scrolling uh, iteration of the franchise that is set to come out for the Switch later this year. Uh, no announcement yet as to who is going to be voicing him, though some people want Chris Pratt to voice him, though I'm pretty sure that's just a hardcore troll. <laughs> uh, that being said, though, this is kind of an end of an era because Martinet has been doing the voice of Mario since the Nintendo 64, so that's like 20-something uh, years, 28 years, something like that. Uh, so yeah, very significant in the history of voice acting, but that's all we got on there. Let's move next to a series that we talk about fairly regularly on here, and that is Upload over on Amazon Prime. This is significant because the next piece we're going to talk about is related, but uh, season three has been announced. We will be getting a third season of the Upload series. It's coming out October 20th. Uh, they will release two episodes a week for this. They're not gonna release the entire series all at once. It will be two episodes a week, uh, so you can't binge it until every episode has been released. Uh, no, I didn't catch how many episodes it was going to be uh, in total, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to 10. Uh, very likely, I would say 10 is the most solid bet, though they could go up to 12 or more, but not super likely there. Uh, next, again, related to the upload piece, we have some cancellations over at Amazon Prime. And this one hits a little too close to home because we've talked about Peripheral a number of times and it was just announced not long ago, I think approximately two months ago, maybe a little less than that, that Peripheral was in fact getting a second, see actually maybe a little bit more than two months, was in fact getting a second season and it is now for some reason, no longer getting a second season. Prime is blaming it on the strikes. They're saying that they just can't keep these contracts active with these strikes being as indefinite as they are. So they're canceling these when they just previously said that they're not, they're giving us new seasons of other shows. Uh, there is in this insider speculation saying that the, that, that, uh, oh, and the other show, I apologize, the other show is League of Their Own. Didn't watch it. Uh, appreciated the movie back when it came out in the 90s, but kind of not really something that's fodder for the channel, as it were. But uh, yeah, Peripheral, absolutely. William Gibson, uh, it's based on a William Gibson book. It's a science fiction, uh, quasi-cyberpunk related story. 100% in the wheelhouse of this channel. Uh, not to mention that Chloe Grace Moretz is kind of a badass in it. Anyway, uh, so yeah, they, they the industry insider uh, 
speculation is that it's just too expensive. At the least, on the case of peripheral, it is just too expensive because they did put a whole lot of money into that. They, and you can tell it is very well done season one. That's why we were so excited about season two. That and, you know, the William Gibson element. There is a petition, I think there might be even a number of petitions going around online for people trying to show Amazon Prime that there is enough of an audience to justify making a second season, but if the reason is the expense of the, sh of the show, probably not going to do anything. Usually petitions uh, like that don't do anything anyway. They just kind of are a waste of everybody's time because uh, studio types don't really look at them, so that sucks, but kind of is what it is. Uh, from there, we have one last piece, also very strangely related to this, though only a little bit more cursory. Uh, Warrior Nun over on Netflix has been saved to a degree. Now, previously we were talking about the fact that Warrior Nun had been canceled. It made two seasons, and then Netflix was like, alright, that's it, you're not getting a season three. Well, in this case, fan outcry was great enough that Netflix kind of saved it. It is not coming back for another season, but it is coming back for three Netflix uh, movies. So Netflix is going to be producing three movies for the Warrior Nun franchise so that, that story can come to its conclusion. I feel like Peripheral, though, going back to the Prime thing, Peripheral not as... I mean, there's, there's still too much open end for it to be summed up in a movie or two. So I would hope that Amazon, if they go back on this decision to cancel, would say, all right, we'll give you a second season, so you've got another eight hours or so to finish your story, or we'll give you a second season and then a movie to finish your story. That, I think, would be even more ideal. Uh, but I, uh, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, I, if I remember correctly, had like a three or five season plan for Peripheral, so again, kind of sucks. That is, uh, though, everything we have for the just-couldn't-pass-them-by news bits. Uh, we also have Gamescom happening, but that's going to factor into the trailers we're going to talk about here in a minute. So let's move over into some new music that just came came over my suggested feed uh, recently that I felt was, if I didn't put it in a video, probably would never make it into a video, and I feel like there's a good conversation around a lot of this. So, new music that you simply must listen to between now and when we come back next week you have oliver anthony's new track take me home it is another solid heartfelt piece of americana from this young man who is making some fantastic music uh, then we have kim dracula's new track superhero Definitely a lot of the Kim Dracula you know and love and some some of those more interesting elements that are less than ideal that uh, definitely work here. Then we have King810 has released a new track called Holy War. Uh, it's been a minute since we've heard from the dudes in King810 and this new track kind of gives us an idea of their new-ish direction and definitely here for it. Plus, <laughs> this one is the greatest, Hank Hill doing a cover. Speaking of Oliver Anthony, Hank Hill doing a cover of Richmond, north of Richmond. Uh, this is a, a new AI covers channel that I found recently that I'm going to link down in the description because it is just too awesome to not... It's a lot of Hank Hill stuff, a lot of Hank Hill uh, voice signature uh, put over some very popular music, but it's very good and absolutely worth a listen. So go check out all of that. That is the new music for the week. Now let's talk about 
trailers. Uh, like I said, Gamescom is, I guess, technically currently going on, but opening night is where we got a bunch of trailers. The most notable ones will be in this list. Plus, we've got some movies. Plus, we've got a little bit of TV in here. So let's do this. Trailers you must check out between now and the next proper episode of the Nerd News. We have Mortal Kombat 1, the rulers of Outworld. I, I, I might not have that correct, but oh my god, it's so hype. It, like, I've never been excited to possibly play as Shao Kahn, but there it is. <laughs> now we, and next we have Rebel Moon, Zack Snyder's Star Wars movie that never was, is looking to dethrone Star Wars in a lot of ways. This is kind of like a hybrid between Dune and Star Wars, judging by this trailer. So yes, please, and thank you. Uh, then we have Good Burger 2 has dropped its first official teaser trailer. No release date on that one yet, just uh, sometime this fall. Then we got, a, a speaking of teasers, a teaser for the new Frasier series, the Legacy sequel series that's going to be happening. It's going to be launching October 12th over on Paramount. Some good stuff there. We have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge Dimension Shellshock DLC trailer that is, if you've played Shredder's Revenge, then you absolutely are going to be just as hype about this DLC as I am. Uh, Scott Pilgrim anime from Netflix got its first official trailer and it looks to be amazing honestly hopefully netflix is turning things around uh, november 17th is the launch there and cyberpunk 2077 dlc phantom liberty uh dropped a trailer at gamescom september 29th is the release date for that dlc and it looks like they might have a hundred percent fixed cyberpunk 2077 at this point but only time will really tell us there that's what we've got for trailers that are of note now Let's talk rumors, shall we? Okay, so uh, rumors, new rumors. We don't have any uh, new versions or new sources for old rumors. We don't have any confirmed rumors at this point. Though, uh, I guess the Mortal Kombat uh, trailer is confirmed rumor in a number of ways because Sindel and General Shao were both rumored to be playable characters. We also Technically, Motaro was rumored cameo, but that was kind of one of the worst kept secrets in Mortal Kombat. And the reveal of Shujinko was a confirmation of a rumor, though that was, again, one of the worst kept secrets in Mortal Kombat. Uh, so there's some confirmations, I guess. Uh, but we have new rumors. This first set of rumors all have to do with Thor 5, the fifth edition of the Thor franchise over at Disney Marvel. Rumor says that it is actually in the works over at Marvel with Taika Waititi once again sitting in the director's chair. Taika has said recently in interviews uh, things that he's been considering as far as who the villain's going to be. He has to one-up his Hela, etc., etc., etc. The rumor does specifically go on to say that it is not a done deal just yet. Obviously, that is the case because we are in the middle of a pretty historic event right now with uh, the writer's strike and the actor strike going on at the same time. First time in 60 years that that has happened. Uh... Yeah, so Taika Waititi sitting down. Variety has chimed in on this and said that they have no knowledge of such things, but then it wouldn't be a good rumor if, like, the trades knew about it. Then it would be kind of news at that point, right? So uh, that doesn't really factor in as much here. We're at likelihood that we're going to see Thor 5 helmed by Taika Waititi. Uh, I'm going to give that one about 65%. Again, writer strike, actor strike, really kind of killing a lot of these rumors recently, but... 
this one seems fairly likely considering the direction Feige is want to go. Now we have one more rumor dealing with Thor 5, and this one kind of is the opposite of the one that we just talked about, and that is uh, that Taika is not going to be the one directing Thor 5. In fact, no one has been picked, though it is, again, according to this rumor, somewhere in development. So that kind of lent itself a little bit to the first rumor, because both rumors say it's in development. The only place where they really divulge is who, or diverge rather, is who's going to be directing. Uh, so the rumor does, this rumor rather, goes on to specify that Bob Iger not only doesn't want Taika to be directing Thor 5, but he also is pulling the rug out from underneath Taika's Star Wars movie, which that just kind of is the big big uh, red flag with this rumor it does not sound accurate for once again a number of reasons uh, some of them socio-political some of them just Taika is in good with the people at Disney so I don't think that they're super unhappy with him yes his last Thor movie didn't do so great but his first Thor movie did amazing so they're after he's made them that much money he didn't really lose as much as he made so he's still in their good graces it seems to make more sense that he's more likely to make a movie with them or even a couple movies with them again before they they really sour on that relationship so this rumor that Taika's not going to be uh, directing Thor 5 or that he's going to be uh, not doing a Star Wars movie, we're going to put about 30% likelihood for that one because that just does not seem to jibe. Uh, from there, we have uh, the first of two Ghost Rider uh, rumors. They're different Ghost Rider rumors and not even necessarily for the same movie. So stay t the, the other one's going to be a couple points down. But we have Ghost Rider, the first one, the movie itself, the reboot movie, if you will, that Keanu Reeves was rumored to be playing uh, about two years ago that is how long we've been technically talking about this potential movie uh, this one does not mention Keanu Reeves by name this is just specifically talking about the movie Ghost Rider it is said that it was in the early stages of development pre-strike so once we come back from strike they will be moving forward with this one pretty hard uh, hard and heavy so that it does come to fruition as soon as possible. Uh, this, I mean, this comes from a pretty good source, but there's no way that there's anyone else that can corroborate this information because of the strikes. So we have to put this about 50% just because it could really, really go either direction. I don't, I don't see this as, as necessarily a positive or a negative direction. Uh, then from there, staying with Marvel, this time we're kicking over a little bit more to Kevin Feige's master plan. Uh, as far as the Secret Wars plan goes, big rumor around the webs confirmed or I guess being reported on from a number of quote-unquote leakers and or insiders, if you will, uh, is that Feige's big plan with Secret Wars is it's going to reboot the MCU. We're going to get some sort of soft reboot according to one of the big leakers. Again, a number of big leakers uh, and people with really good track records talking about this one. So seems fairly likely. But <laughs> I, I, I feel like Feige's ego and I feel like the nature of Disney Marvel is less inclined for such things than it is to just try and 
throw something together and make it work a little bit down the road and 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 then try and make that look intentional i guess is kind of the way the the track record that we've got with disney marvel so we're good this one's still fairly likely we're going to give this about 70 percent, but i think that's a little bit generous uh as far as likelihoods go uh, from there, we have, sticking with Disney, but not in the superhero realm of things, we have Rapunzel in the rumor mill. Uh, Florence Pugh is said to be the lead interest, I guess, the, the person that they're most interested in uh, for casting the live-action Rapunzel, and Zachary Levi, who did the voice of the prince. I can't remember the prince's name in Rapunzel because I barely even remember watching that animated movie. Uh, Zachary Levi chimed in and said, yeah, he would be down to reprise his role uh, in the live-action version, even though the age difference is a little weird. Uh, this, I mean, we know that they're looking to do a bunch of live-action re uh, remakes. Florence Pugh is pretty huge right now as far as like she is the face that a lot of Hollywood wants to see. So that kind of lends itself to that. Though again, strikes and things, there's no way that any of this stuff is happening right now. So where these leakers are getting their information from seems a little suspect. We're going to put this one about 60% likely that Florence Pugh will be Rapunzel. And then, like I said, we have a second Ghost Rider rumor. This one, though, uh, kind of ties into the Secret Wars side of things as well. And this is also one of those that is to be expected at this point. We have uh, rumors saying that Nick Cage is going to be brought into Secret Wars as his version or a version very similar to his version of the character Ghost Rider for the Secret Wars movie. And it's kind of like, uh, duh, like Nick Cage just did a uh, cameo as Superman, which that movie never actually got made. There were two Nick Cage Ghost Rider movies. So yeah, is, is, is he willing to do it? Sure. Is uh, Disney willing to give him a couple of G's to step on, on uh, camera for about five minutes? Yeah, probably. So 90% likely we'll be seeing Nicolas Cage once again in the role of Ghost Rider, though probably very, very briefly. And then we have uh, a big one that I kind of wanted to see in some alternate universe, but I just don't think is going to happen. And that is Batman Brave and the Bold, the live action movie coming from James Gunn's DCU. The big rumor around this one is that Batman is potentially going to be played by John freaking Krasinski, Jim from The Office playing Bruce Wayne, really? Uh, I don't, I don't see that happening. I, I really appreciate him as uh, Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards. I just don't see him as Batman for really a number of reasons. Uh, not the least of which being like, he's kind of too old for where James Gunn is going to be starting the DCU, I would imagine. I know Brave and Bold, uh, Bra the Brave and the Bold is going to be the tale of Damian Wayne, and like, so we gotta get a little bit into the career of Bruce for Damian to be a thing. I just think it's going to play a little bit differently than it has in the comics for us to get Damien. Bruce isn't going to be quite as old in this version of the story as he was in that one. So, likelihood for John Krasinski as Batman? I'm going to say 30%, and I think that's even pretty generous. So, 
That is our abbreviated episode this week, nerds. Thank you very much for joining me. Like I said, there will not be other, like all of the peripheral stuff is probably not going to happen. Uh, we will hopefully be getting clips up over on the Clips channel uh, from this, and there's still a bunch left from last week that need to be posted, as well as That Just Happened and The Shout Out Show. Both will not be happening properly this week. Honestly, it'll give me a little bit of time to catch up if I have any extra time to begin with. Uh, so yeah, that's what you have to look forward to. Thank you very much, nerds, for joining me. We'll see you again in the next one. Before we go, always, always remember that if it's generally nerdy, it's probably here. <laughs>